Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I did not look at the text messages just because you said don't. So I read this and I switched up topics because this is hot off the weekend. And Lisa texted us early. It says that my girlfriends and I, we went out for drinks and dinner on Saturday night. We were at the bar. I started talking to this guy. Very friendly. Good conversation for about 30 minutes. He was very complimentary and called me voluptuous at one point. Two of my friends said that it was a total insult and that he meant you're cute oh, but curvy. Really? That's un- that's insulting? And probably could stand to lose a few pounds. That's what her friends said to her. Oof. Says my other two friends disagreed with what they said. The word voluptuous, is it an insult? Is it a compliment? I thought it was a compliment. I don't know how to feel about this. I'm kind of confused. If your first initial feeling was that it felt like a compliment, just go with it. Voluptuous to me is like sexy. Voluptuous to me is like fluffy in all the right places. Maybe you got debt A, you know, maybe you got maybe you got a good uh, set of I just boobs. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought voluptuous meant you were stacked. Yeah. I didn't, I never thought that was like you're pudgy or anything like I, I've never associated that. I think if it was a really good half hour conversation and he was like, Earl, you're looking voluptuous tonight. Probably better choices of words, but I don't think that would be a turn. I, I, I don't know. This is interesting. I'd prefer being called a snack. Someone saying, Daz, what's up? I'd like that when referring to my body. But if you were told you were voluptuous, that would be okay with you or not okay? I think you have to be there and see the face. I'm asking you. Um, if I were her. We do, our, we do our next event and somebody goes, ah, voluptuous. I like that voluptuous. cat. I would take it as a compliment. Okay. Sometimes guys don't know what their words, like the 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 weight of their words and what it can hold to a woman. But oh. I don't think he was saying it with malice or to be rude. Will you call just real quick as you're listening to this? I just want five seconds of your day. Is the word voluptuous rude to you or do you consider it flattering and a compliment? Will you holler real quick? So after we've let everyone text in, what's the consensus? Voluptuous is good to say to a lady or not? They are all saying it's a compliment. Leah says, I feel like the word voluptuous does not have a bad connotation, but I think her friends, that's what I'm thinking is that you just learned a lot about what your friends think about your body. She said two are probably protecting her. And then the other two were like, there's something wrong with that. But the other two were saying, here, let me read her text super quick again. Uh, Lisa said, went out for dinner, drinks on Saturday night, had a great conversation with this friendly guy for about 30 minutes. He was very complimentary, but he called me voluptuous at one point. Two of my friends said that it was an insult, saying that I am curvy, could stand to lose a few pounds. My other two friends disagreed and said that it is a compliment. I don't know how to feel about that. I'm confused. So most people that are texting in say it's a compliment. Yeah. I would say I would take it as a compliment, but you really have to read the person, too. Dennis, thoughts on all this, man? Yeah, why would he have said anything if he wasn't attracted to her? That's what I'm thinking, and why would he give her 30 minutes of his time? Normally, if you are talking to someone at the bar and they're not really your type, don't you kind of see your way out and divert their attention yeah, so you can get out of them it. off and go to the next bar or something. Yeah, right? Yeah, so I get it. Like, he's interested <laughs> in her, but would you... Yeah, I'm trying to think of where my head went was what's the... What's the maybe offensive uh, counter uh, on a male perspective? Like, you're, this girl's talking to you at the bar for 30 minutes, 
and she says what? And you're like, I don't know if that was a compliment or not. Like, what's the equivalent there? I love your dad bod. Because dad bods are in right now, but some guys uh, there don't. There you go. There you go. Yeah, some guys don't want to hear that at all. <laughs> but I, I think yeah, dad bods be- are cool. I don't know. I don't know. I see nothing wrong with it. But yeah, I think I think voluptuous means you're sexy in the right spots. But I, yeah, there's yeah, it's just weird for a, being a dude, yeah, man. Because no you don't way know you would have sat there for a half hour with yeah, her. Yeah, you don't know how these chicks think. That's the problem, man. We, we'd be think about how far, how far our society would be ahead if we had these ladies figured out a long time ago. Voluptuous is better than thick with two C's. I think <laughs> I thought thick happened. would be sexier than voluptuous. No, thick means you're like. Maybe bigger everywhere, but voluptuous is like you're so, big in the right places. So just so we got this under control, don't say thick, ever. So if you would if you would have said something like, "Hey, I like your rear end," <laughs> he'd have probably been. Uh, you going got to jail some game. Yeah, listen, you got some game. You're never gonna be alone. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. You just told me off air that you have a pool tournament coming up. Yeah, and it's your first one in how many years? Jeez, it's been like. Over a decade since I played in like a real tournament. Like I don't I play around a little bit here and there for money, but my ex and I, I well, I would go and watch him play. Yeah. It was like super hot to watch him play. Is Trish gonna go and like? Uh, no, that's she has no, in? she has no interest in this whatsoever. Oh. So what are you gonna wear? I'm like so interested. Oh in my this. god, like, I, you haven't done I know, anything I like this. What am I a plan the outfit out kind of guy? I don't know. Is it like uh you you and you and Barry walk in like leather outfits? <laughs> Are you a team? No. Do you have to wear the same shirt no, with your no, name it's on just, it? I know a guy, and he knew about a tournament, and he's like, do you want to come play? And I'm like, all right, I'll play. And it's 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 really not that big of a deal. I think it's only like a, I think it's 20 or $25 buy-in, and I think yeah. grand prize is only $400. It's not, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Do you ha- Is there a back shot that you have to be quiet for? Like, you know how? Oh, I don't know. You're respectful, but I think people are talking. I think it's a bar. Yeah. I, I think it's, That's what I, was I don't thinking. think you got to sit. It's not like Wimbledon where you got to be quiet before they serve. Uh-huh. No, Do you wear just, sunglasses? <laughs> you don't wear sunglasses play, but have you ever seen a billiard tournament? And you have a carrying case and everything. Like so well, nerdy. You need, well, you need a, well, how else do you, what do you bring, what would you, just if you had a, it. no, because you, you have a jump cue and, and a break cue and then you have a, your regular cue. Does so yours you, disassemble? Yeah, of course. And then you screw it in? Well, yeah. And then you bring your own chalk? No, you chalk I, I, I will bring my own. No, I don't like chalk in my hands, but I'll bring oh. my own chalk because because uh, I not because there's actually a difference in the quality of chalk. Interesting. I feel like I'll have to go watch. What would you even if do? you listen? <laughs> if, I if I got there. there and I'm warming up and I see that you're there, I'll probably leave. If I, I probably wouldn't play. I would because it it wouldn't even be that. It would just be I people would assume that I'm responsible for your behavior. And I, I, I can't have that. <laughs> Who's this girl with? I can't have Who's that. Who's she with? That's something that I just can't deal with. Let's get to the four before. Shut it. See, that's why I, I shouldn't have said anything. You should I, I should have just came back and said, I got my ass kicked in a pool tournament this weekend. No, I think then, it's fun that you're doing something for you. I think this is good. Because normally you say, I went to the gym, I went to the Mac, and then it. I went that's home. my life right now. But it, and this was, we've been waiting. I've been waiting. I think they do this tournament every Sunday. Oh, so you but, have many opportunities. But I, I'm like this. so busy. This is the first one. And we started talking about this in like Thanksgiving. But yeah. this is the first Sunday that I've had open where I didn't have anything going on that I was able awesome. to play. And so uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I guess it's uh, it's a bigger deal to you than apparently it is to me. Uh, worse, well, I'm me riding is, a recumbent bike is a bigger deal listen, to you than it is to me. That's a big deal to everybody. To see any any grown woman on a recumbent bike willfully. 
Any not, man walking in with a pool stick bag, that's the equivalent of... It's a case, not a bag. I'm not putting it in a grocery bag. I can't have it rattling around in there and getting nicked. Okay. You have no idea what you're talking Good about. Good luck to Let's you. To the, I feel right. so backhanded. <laughs> I start your day with a joke that was sent in by my friend Jim. Is it clean? Yeah, yeah, it's Jim clean. Jim is it's not cl- always it, clean. Right, and that's why I run them past you usually before uh-huh. the show starts, but this is he just texted me this one. He said, here's right. one for the radio. It's clean enough. Hey, Kat. Did you see that one-legged man at the ATM? I didn't. Yeah, he was checking his balance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's all fun and games, Jim, until you lose a leg. Come on, guys. That was super funny. I like that. Well done. Well done, young man. I appreciate that. What did you do over the weekend? Give me something fun. Speaking of jokes, I take Liam and two friends for ski club every Friday at Powder Ridge. And on our way home. Is it an actual club or are you calling it this? Well, okay, so there's Becker Ski Club. But Liam and I have that endorsement with Powder Ridge. So we just meet his friends out there or bring them out. Oh, they're part of the ski club. You're just crashing. We just bring them. Gotcha. And then, so on the way home, it's always a yo mama joke off. And they are getting brutal now that they have phones to Google like better ones. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yo, mama's so fat. When she stepped on a scale, said to be continued. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are like literally evil. So had that on Friday, had just a rage from a headache by the time I got home. Uh, basketball and Foley. It's kind of crazy how you can rock the first game, lose by like one or two the second game, and then all of a sudden you're playing for third place. It just sucks. But uh, they killed it either way. It was really it was a really good tournament. Uh, cleaned, started Kaleidoscope. I, I'm telling you, it is, it is super addictive. Now, if yes. I understand it correctly, you see it in a different order than I saw it. That can't be true. And it is because it doesn't matter which order you watch it in. It all makes sense. So in the let's end. talk off air to see what episodes went in what order. But I feel like that's not true. I feel like they just tell you why the background of each well, character. What was the first episode? The first episode. What was going on in the first episode? Just tell me. I won't break it for you then. Um, he goes to the meat shop and gets nope. Stan in on it. My first episode is they are currently in jail. That was your first episode? Yeah, I'm telling that you. That was my second episode. Yeah, we all watch it in different... I'm telling you, you watch it. It is. It was my favorite thing that I've watched on Netflix no in way. years. No way. And I love a good caper, man. It got, it got me thinking... I think I could get together with the people I know. Uh-huh. I think I could get three or four guys together and we could rob... Anything. I'm not going to do it. I don't endorse it. I'm Maybe not trying to. Maybe a Girl Scout cookie no, stand. No, 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 no. You guys I could think, not get away with I think anything. we could rob some high-level institution if we had to. Oh, okay. If it meant, like, if I if I got died, oh, gosh, you don't even, uh, I almost blew the whole thing for you. No, Parkinson. Yeah, okay, okay. See, if I got I've, diagnosed- I've watched many episodes because I cleaned, like, the whole house and did a ton of laundry. So every load of laundry, I would watch an episode. And it was, Did, it's really good. Have any of your episodes had Leo getting shot yet? Leo getting shot? Yeah. Um, ah! I said too much. Leo getting shot. Yes. In the back of the head, though. Stop that. He doesn't okay. get shot in the da, back of the head. Da, 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 da. Um, anyway, uh, so we went from basketball to baseball in 20 hours. I was like, what the heck? But we had baseball last night. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Liam felt really comfortable. And we're just going to keep going with that. Until 45 days till we start high school practice. People are starting to get fired up about Gwyneth Paltrow saying this. You're co-parenting when you have... Which is hard. It's hard on a relationship. Like, I've, I've looked back now on, like, the data set of parents with young kids 
ruins the relationship like for a while. It's really hard. Really? Don't you feel like it has? No. Sometimes in in a sense. Well, think back to when your kids were really young and it was literally just getting by. Did you ever feel like that? Of course you felt like that. That you were two ships well, in the night, yeah, that you were just kind of Yeah, but like that going through the But motions. that was the plan. That is the plan. Like, like I get it. Everybody goes into a relationship differently. Everybody has kids differently. But that was our plan. Like, we had careers on track. Degrees got done. Kids. Mm-hmm. Make a move to a city you want to stay in for a long, long time. Then have maybe one more kid. Yeah. And get them into the schools. Like, we had a plan. I know not everybody does. Mm-hmm. But we followed our plan. So, like, I knew when we had little kids, I was going to see a whole lot less of, like, I'd have a lot less one-on-one time with my wife. But knowing that they're going to get older and then they're going to have their own, like we're at that point now where I got two in college, one in high school. There's not a whole lot ah. other than driving them around yeah. that we're doing with our kids right now. So we have a lot more time for us. I think having one kid is a luxury in the sense that I never felt like I lost my relationship with Derek. We were very much teammates and we only had one, you know, we didn't ever feel outnumbered, but I get what Gwyneth Paltrow is talking about could also have factored in the fact that you were with a rock star. Yeah, and I mean, touring and, and you're on set all the time. Like, I mean, that's a difficult thing, right? Yeah. He's on the road. You're on a movie set. I mean, who's watching the kid? Every Z- person's situation, every family is different uh, with how they do things and how they handle stress and everything like that. Do you agree that your life would be, and this is a, we don't have to say your name because I don't know a lot of people that would. Nobody's going to call in and say, I wish I didn't have kids. Actually, I don't think anybody's going to call in and say that. You I, have a friend that said, I wish we'd never had children. I have a friend that has two kids and she always talks about where her life would be. Well, that's one and, thing. But it's it's more so the longing. Like you can tell when someone's like, oh, man, if I didn't have kids, I'd be I'd be touring Rich. with so-and-so or whatever. I'd be living this bachelorette life, but the way she talks about it is like she's longing for it. And really? she's got a long time to go. Her kids are like five and seven. I'm like, you have, a, you have a ways, girl. People are fired up because Gwyneth Paltrow is basically saying, you know, life might have been easier or at least my marriage would have been better without kids. You're co-parenting when you have. Which is hard. It's hard on a relationship. Like I'm, I've looked back now on like the data set of parents with young kids ruins the relationship like for a while. It's really hard. Jeez. I do personally think if you have a spouse that's done having kids, maybe you have two and then you have one, like let's just have one more. Uh, you really got to listen to the one that says no, because <laughs> you need that extra person to help you out. Especially if you have three kids, I don't think anyone should be forced into having another kid. There's a reason you say no. Carrie, thoughts on this? Do uh, do kids ruin relationships? Um, I got to say no. Um, actually, I was 17 when I got married. My husband is three years older than I am. However, it's about the adults and making sure that you're ready. So I'd have to agree with um, being able to make sure both of you are in it to win it. Yeah. But it is not the child's fault. Um, I have three beautiful children. Um, they're amazing, and it what it's about the two of you working on it. Is it hard? Damn right it is. Um, but it is about making sure that the two adults in the relationship 
take care of themselves. Okay, it's about the two of them and letting the children know that mom and dad are first, they're second, and then so on and so forth. Yeah. And that's how my husband and I did it. And I'm grateful for it because um, if one of them is off, those kids know it. They smell it. <laughs> well, I have a question for you. You were 17 when you got pregnant. Do you feel like there is when truth you got to the, when you got married? Yeah. What, how old were you when you got pregnant? 17. Oh, okay. 17. So they go hand in hand. All right. I got so you. I'm just wondering, do you feel like there's truth to the um, you're never going to be prepared enough to have a baby or you could probably be prepared a little bit more than some are, you know, like you could always have more money. You could always plan a little bit more to bring a kid in to, like, ease that whole situation. Um, I never would suggest uh, getting married at 17. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's very important to make sure that the parents are supporting that child. Uh, because once they take a breath, um, you are um, giving who you are to them and making sure that they be the best person that they can be. Yeah. And my husband and I had decided. So I, yeah, you need to make sure you get yourself in order first. Um, I was very blessed to have a husband that knew his stuff and he kind of raised me and our first child. Uh, wow. <laughs> for the okay. first five, a lot of credit. For the first five, six years. Um, but after that, um, I joined him in the parenting, and um, I can't be more proud because him and I made the pact of we want our children to be better than we are, and they are. Like it. That's I like so it. Sweet. I've said that a hundred times. Thank you very much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you. You betcha. Have a great day. Take care. Uh, I got time for one more call here real quick. Uh, Alice, thoughts on this? Like, do, do like kids ruin relationships? I mean, honestly, like, it sounds really bad, but I kind of have to agree. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, I have, I have three kids of my own, and after the first kid, like, things were fine, but, like, we definitely started fighting more just because newer arguments come up about, like, you know, raising kids and how to deal with certain situations and just more stress and pressure. Yeah. And that now that I'm on my third, like, it, it just... So why do you keep having kids then if you're feeling like every single one kind of adds to more stresses? Why didn't you guys just stop at one? I mean, I love my kids. Like, I wanted them to have siblings. I grew up with a bunch of siblings. So that's kind of just always been my thing. Um, And my husband's an only child. He wanted a big family. So Uh. that's what we wanted for ourselves. But I do often think about, like, what life would be like if I wasn't in this situation. I had Liam with me and we were walking, bringing the stuff back to the car. And then we had to go back into the mall and we walk up next to my car. There's another car parked that literally had floor to ceiling trash, like floor to ceiling garbage. And I don't know how they get in and out. They must just use the lifestyle, the driver's side door. But I, I don't know. You open up one of those. I mean, it's just over everything onto the street. So it's going to it's going to be a process to clean up that car. But Liam's like, geez, they'll never forget where their car's at. I mean, it was like really bad. You know, it's I don't know how your car gets like that, but there are certain people that have cars that are recognizable. There's that art car that drives around with like bones all over it. Well, how about the one that's got it's like a. uh 
an El Camino with a topper on it, and it has like furniture. It's it, like it has to be all the worldly possessions. Yeah, ropes to it, too. and it looks like they could fall off at any time. But I see the same stuff. On, I mean, it has to be the equivalent of a shopping cart for a homeless person. Yeah, like Bonnie the Barfly, she'll never lose her car. <laughs> Anytime I see it, I'm I am always in the same parking lot as that woman. But she has a very identifi- uh, identifiable car. But what about your car stands out? I know that my uh, Aunt Kathy, she had the eyelashes on her VW Bug for a while, and she would they would just like flutter in the wind. Yeah. And what else? I love the people that have. The antlers around Christmas time coming out of both or sides of their car windows. Or the red nose on the front, yeah. like, a, like a Rudolph. I just have the where my kids go to college stickers on the back window. I don't have one thing. I don't have anything hanging off a mirror. I don't have anything in the back window. I feel like I'd like to get like a window cling of like a bulldog or something. I don't know. During the summer, I guess I have the I have an identifiable um, hitch. For our jet ski, I what just leave it? the hitch out. I just my hitch. I know oh. my the, the looks of my hitch. Okay, it's not a special colored hitch. No, so like if we were to see your car, we'd know it was yours. How, Carmen? Okay, so my brothers have called me Kermit since I was really little. Okay, and I have a Kermit the Frog hanging in my back window, and I've had it for years. And so everybody, whenever they see that, they know it's my car. So is this big enough for you to get pulled over and have somebody give you a ticket? No, because no, okay. it's. It's like one of those, like, it's like the size of, like, a Garfield thing that, like, suctions to your back. Oh, oh okay. Remember those back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like a Kermit the Frog, like a springy thing that just suctions on the back window. That's cute. My Aunt Nora used to line up all of her beanie babies face, <laughs> face out so whoever was behind her could see all their faces. And you could not see out the back window. And she never got a ticket. It was really weird. Yeah, that is weird. Hey, do you know what's green and smells like pork? Oh, Kermit the You leave Target, you go out to your car, and you see the vehicle next to you just filled with garbage. Yes, it was floor to ceiling. I've never seen anything like that. That has to be a hoarder situation because... Or you just get so overwhelmed, you don't know how to even start to clean it out. The only... They could be living in it, too, you know. But where? You just like live in front seat, the, the front driver's, seat. driver's side seat, and then everything else is probably in the back seat or the trunk. That was the only part that you could see out of. Even the front window, it was only half of the window. Ooh. They, I don't know how they haven't been sighted or pulled over. Maybe they have, but it was it was crazy intense. But Liam's like, well, they'll never uh, never lose their car. So we started talking about like the identifying thing. In your vehicle, like you go to the parking lot, you guarantee your vehicle is going to get noticed. Why? And you mentioned that the people with the eyelashes or the Rudolph nose to all of that stuff takes backseat to Cassie. Hi, Cassie. How are you? Good. We would know if we were driving behind you on the interstate today because... Oh, no. So I have a big sticker in my back window that's like bright pink, and it says, if you're going to ride my... Yeah. At least pull my hair. <laughs> what, do, what do people think when you pull up to church? Or what do your parents think when you pull up to Christmas and they're like, Cassie, why? Why? Well, I don't go to church, so that's out of the question. <laughs> you, well, then you just have to back into that parking spot, too. You know what I mean? Just make sure nobody's sitting. Now, I'm assuming you've had people, like, pass you and give you the thumbs up, and they, they seem probably supportive of this message. Um, actually, I really don't get a whole lot of anything from anyone, so. 
Mm, I bet they talk about I you. I think, yeah. Everybody's Behind talking about this. They get to work and they go, you know a car I passed on the highway today? It said this. So uh, they, have to, they have to do a lot of lying. And Can you imagine like having your kids in the car and then you have to lie? I like, was going to ask, do you have kids? Yes, I do. Oh. Cassie! Oh, my God. You are one of those moms that are like ID. G-A-F. I, I just can't. That's so Cassie, funny. Cassie, you keep being yourself. We love you. Have a great morning. <laughs> So when you went away to college and you went to broadcast school, did you live at home still? So I tried to live alone, not alone, but out of my parents' house for about six months. And that's how long my money got right me. out of cash. Okay. That's how far. And I, I feel bad every time I moved until I was like 23 years old, I, my brother and my dad would move me and I wouldn't pack anything up. I would just be gone just that watch weekend. Them do no, it. I wouldn't even be there. I'd like book a gig. So I didn't have to be there. Now looking back, like, wow. So uh, my daughter, Regan, is away at college. And you tell me if this is hilarious or not. She's out having a very, very good time on Friday night with her friends. Okay, good. And my wife gets a text, right? We're in bed. It's 1145. We're old people. We're sleeping. My wife phone ding and I hear it too. And usually I'm like, oh God, what's wrong? It's one of the kids. They need money. They need, they got arrested, whatever the deal is. Yeah. My daughter was at an establishment serving libations. Okay. And my daughter, who has just been home for an entire month for Christmas break, just went back to school. Mm-hmm. Here was the quote. It was a picture of my daughter and two women. That neither my wife or knew, or my wife or I knew. Okay, women. I would guess by the looks of them in their forties, maybe in their fifties. Going out for some marks. Okay. The caption <laughs> to this picture of my daughter and these two random women met these met these people who seemed like moms and realized I missed you so much, so had Aww. a picture taken with them. <laughs> Love you, mom. Miss you. Oh, she just wanted the mom vibe. So that was it. Like, have you? <laughs> It, it it cracked me up so bad to think of these two women look like they got all made up to go out. Yeah. Found themselves amongst a bunch of college kids. And one of them walks up to him and goes, hey, you look like a mom. Can I take your picture with me? Just tell Aww. my mom how much I miss her. That's sweet. Okay. Is it sweet or funny? Yeah, I thought it was sweet. All right. If I were that age, if I were your wife's age and some kid walked up to me and was like, listen, but I would also think. Is this their backstory? And then they're going to use it to make fun of me. What are they making fun of me for? And then it ends up on the radio three days later? Yeah. I Why do you t- think it was sad? I, I thought it was sad. I Aww. thought it was sad that these women who, I mean, clearly they were out to just have a good time, right? But yeah. you, you, you hit a certain point where you don't want to party with the college kids anymore. Yes, I know. And it looked like these women had probably hit that point years earlier and then got caught in the wrong situation. What did your wife think? Did your wife go, aww? I think she was torn. I think she was torn because my wife still like, you know how we all have the perception that we're much younger than we really are. Yep. I think my wife was had conflicting feelings with that going. I don't look that old as these ladies do. Maybe she doesn't look that old. But I mean, I think ever since she started that whole water propel rule, like when you start rules into drinking nights, mm-hmm. then you really show your age. I just thought it was so. kind of funny. My, my, my daughter missed my mom 
my daughter, my daughter missed my wife so much yeah. that she found two random older women to take pictures with Aww. and say, I miss you, mom. These guys reminded me of you. Well, if that's the sincere reason, then that's really sweet. She really missed her mom. Maybe. I feel like there's something deeper because this one is, this one's the smart one. Yeah. So I think she knew better. I think there's some really smart ass smart underlying. Yeah, there's something there. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.